Welcome to the Sword of Empowerment. This is Pastor Eric podcasting from the heart of Dallas, Texas. To all my esteemed listeners, wherever you are, may the Lord bless you, may the Lord keep you, may He shine His face on you and continue to uphold you with the right hand of His righteousness. Thank you for joining the Sword of Empowerment. From the bottom of my heart, I want to thank my listeners, wherever you are. Thank you for uh, supporting me in prayer. Thank you even for sharing uh, this platform uh, with others and helping me spread the word of the Lord all over the world. I want to thank God for the listeners I have across the world, some from Japan, some from Australia, some from Kenya, some from Ghana, some from uh, from Libya. I'm just excited. Some from Egypt, some from uh, uh, Dubai. I have people listening uh, in, in Canada, people listening all over um, across the globe. And my heart is actually excited to know that people are thirsting for the word of God. And so my partners, wherever you are, thank you for keeping us in prayer. Thank you for praying for us. Thank you for praying for the gospel of Jesus Christ. And my prayer for you is that may the Lord bless you. May the Lord continue to shine his face on you. And may you continue to see the goodness of the Lord. So we are reaching a milestone in our podcast. This is the 102nd episode. And I'm delighted as we go on with the study of the book of Acts chapter number 18. Now Paul has arrived to the city of Corinth after leaving the city of Athens and preaching at Mass Hill and reminding the people that the Lord has overlooked the times of ignorance and is commanding them to be born again. And he went forth to tell the children are the, the people in the city of Athens that uh, that Jesus Christ died and he rose again and he is coming back. Now he leaves the city of Athens after Dionysius and Damaris uh, gave their life to Jesus and quite a number of brethren. And then he went down to the city of Corinth where he meets up with brother Aquila and sister uh, 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 Priscilla. Uh, who were of a Jewish descent and they had come from Rome. Let's get to this book and uh, look at this uh, chapter number 18 of the book of Acts and what the Lord is doing in the city of Corinth. Let's read together. Chapter number 18, verse number 1. And the Bible says, After these things, Paul departed from Athens and went to Corinth. And he found a certain Jew named Aquila, born in Pontus, who had recently come from Italy with his wife Priscilla, because Claudius had commanded all the Jews to depart from Rome, and he came to them. So because he was of the same trade, he stayed with them and worked, for by occupation they were tent makers. Verse number 4. And he reasoned in the synagogues every Sunday and persuaded both the Jews and the Greeks. When Silas and Timothy had come from Macedonia, Paul was compelled by the Holy Spirit and testified to the Jews that Jesus is the Christ. But when they opposed him and blasphemed, he shook his garments and he said to them, Your blood be upon your heads. 
am clean. For now on, I will go to the Gentiles. And he departed from there and entered the house of a certain man named Justice, one who worshipped God, whose house was next door to the synagogue. Then Cyprus, the ruler of the synagogue, believed on the Lord with all his household, and many of the Corinthians, hearing, believed, and were baptized. Verse number 9. Now the Lord spoke to Paul in the night by a vision. Do not be afraid, he said, and do not keep silent, for I am with you, and no one will attack you or hurt you in this city. For I have many people in this city. And he continued there a year and six months, teaching the word of God among them. Verse number 12. When Gallio was, who was, when Gallio was procursor of Acacia, the Jews with one accord arose up against Paul and brought him to the judgment seat, saying, These fellow persuade men to worship God contrary to the law. And when Paul was about to open his mouth, Gallio said to the Jews, If it were a matter of wrongdoing or wicked crimes, O Jews, there would be reason why I should bear with you. But if it is a question on words and names and your own law, look to it yourselves, for I do not want to be a judge of such matters. Wow. And he drove them out from the judgment seat. Then all the Greeks took Sodenes, the ruler of the synagogue, and bait him up before the judgment seat. But Gallio took no notice of these things. Verse number 18. So Paul still remained a good while. Then he took leave of the brethren and sailed from Syria, and Priscilla and Aquila were with him. He had his hair cut off at Kenchoria, for he had to take a vow. Father, we thank you for your word. We bless you for this word. In the book of Acts chapter number 18 to verse number 18. May you bless your word. May your word become a, a living stone in the hearts of those who listen. And may you transform us according to your word. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Amen. Now Paul has just left Athens. And he is in a new city called the city of Corinth. Now the city of Corinth was a major city of the Roman Emperor. It was at an important crossroad of trade and travel. It was also a city of notorious and uh, holdenism and immorality. Paul looked in this city and he came down because of the strategic position of the city of Corinth. Now already Corinth was an Asian city when Paul came down to the city. It was a center of business. And he had two harbors. And he had a long been a rival to its neighbors. To the north, the Athens, uh, 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 it was also uh, um, uh, 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 a challenge or it was also uh, a competitor to Ephesus. Now, look, Corinth was a city with a remarkable reputation for loose living and especially sexual immoralities. Now, in the classical Greek, if somebody mentioned and said that you act like a Corinthian, he meant that you practiced fornication. 
he meant that you are living uh, in uh, in in a manner that suggested you are are, are doing a uh, sexual immorality now it's also meant if they told you that you have a companion as a Corinthian, it means that you were with a prostitute. That's how bad and that's, that's the reputation and of the city of Corinth. The sexual immorality was permitted under the law of this city due to the worship of a goddess by the name of Venus, the goddess of fertility and sexuality. Now, in AD 4146 BC, Corinth rebelled against Rome and was brutally destroyed by Roman's enemy. It laid in ruins for centuries until Julius Caesar rebuilt the city and quickly reestablished its former glory and former position as a center of trade and immorality of all sort. And that's why when you read the book of uh, uh, the books of 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, there's a lot that Paul has to talk about impurity, sexual immorality. This is a city that did all manners of sexual immoralities, including bestiarism. It, it, it was just bad. But Paul is stationed here because we read a verse that when God spoke to him at night, he said, do not be afraid for I have a lot of people in this city. And so for that reason, Paul will stay in this city and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. So Paul meets up with two people, Aquila and Priscilla. They are coming from the city of Rome. Now, it's, be, it's important to see the, 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 the friendship in the New Testament about Paul. Now, Aquila and his wife Priscilla became the followers and also the follower workers of Paul. They risked their necks, they risked their lives for the sake of the friendship with Paul and also for the sake of the gospel. If you read the book of Romans, chapter number 16, when Paul is giving a uh, kind of uh, um, uh, an appreciation to his friends, he mentions them and say, they actually worked with me and they risked their own necks for my life. That's how important that it was uh, for them uh, to do. To, 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 for them to, to speak. So when we look at, um, at this uh, couple, we have Aquila, who was born in Pontius, which was a north of uh, the city of Tarsus, and himself was a trade maker. And he had married a lady by the name of Priscilla. And uh, I believe Priscilla is one uh, among the, the notable families in Rome. And so he's mentioned here, and probably... Uh, uh, this is where they met um, with Priscilla and the couples were married. The occupation was tent making and that was the business then. And why was it strategic for them to be at Corinth? Now remember Corinth is in a major intersection for both business and trade. And so when they were stationed here, most people will travel over here to the city and there will be a lot of tent making because they will repair a lot of tents by the people that were living living in tents as they sojourn through the Roman emperor. And so we find out that Claudius, in the year after AD 49, he chases out all the, Christ, uh, all the Jewish people from Rome. And now these were 
uh, Priscilla and Aquila had come from. And they, finding it difficult to continue doing business in Rome, they had come down to the city of Corinth. Now, God works in mysterious ways his wonders to perform. When Claudius is chasing them out of Rome, God is orchestrating something else and is bringing Paul down to the same city so that they can march up together and together they can become a force to recon with as they preach the gospel in this city of Corinth. And so Paul gets into the city, immediately gets into business and start teaching in and reasoning, discussing, debating with the Greeks and the Jews in the synagogue. Now the Greeks that were present in the synagogues were, were, were the Gentiles that were interested and sympathetic of, of, of Judaism. And so Paul comes there preaching to them and he's speaking boldly the word of the Lord. And uh, uh, he, he, he actually says in first corinthians chapter 2 verse 1 to 16 that when i came to the city i was determined not to know anything among you except jesus christ and him crucified so we see that he got down into the business of preaching jesus christ and him crucified and his resurrection there was no other message that paul was preaching in the city and so when paul comes here he awaits for timothy and he awaits for 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 cyrus who he had left in, 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 in Macedonia. He had left them in Thessalonica. And so Paul is here and he's waiting. And immediately they showed up. Immediately they come down. He is compiled by the Spirit of the Lord and he went out and told them about Jesus Christ. Now this is interesting. Paul great joy sprang him out to his ministry. Now having seen his friends that he had not seen for a few months and now they are united again and he is here and he is excited, I believe, because they had brought in some uh, financial support that had arrived from the brethren in Philippi. And this gave him the motivation. This encouraged him to know that not only was the church in Macedonia, not only the church in Philippi was growing, but they were also partners in him in the ministry and they were willing to be partakers of building the church in Corinth and so here he is and he's now preaching with a new strength he's now preaching with a new strength but opposition will always fall Paul wherever he went and so Paul is opposed in this uh, city and those who blasphemed him and those who rejected him and opposed him now, from that moment, Paul decides that I've had enough. I have tried to persuade the Jewish people. And from this moment henceforth, he said he was going to go out there and preach to the Gentile. The Bible says that he shook his garment. Now, Paul did this so that not to speck of dust from the synagogue would remain on his clothes, much less his shandles. This was a dramatic way of expressing his rejection and their rejection. Paul was just a dramatic fella and he just did demonstrate it and he did that and shook off his garment and left and went out and started preaching predominantly to the Gentile people. Now, uh, Crispus was one of the synagogue leaders and he believed and heard what Paul had preached. And though they rejected, 
he also became a believer. Now, Paul continued preaching in the city of Corinth is turning ups and down. Many are believing. Many are coming to the word of God. Many are being transformed. For I am with you. The word of the Lord came to him and said, and I am with you. This is a very important message. Remember when Jesus told his disciples that I'll be with you to the ends of the world. Paul was not there. But now Paul had the same word by Jesus telling him, hey, I got your back. In this city, no one is gonna harm you no one is gonna put you down i cause i have people that i want to save in this city now this is demonstrated later when galio the procursor of acacia when the jewish took him over and they wanted paul to be judged he looked at them and said he has done nothing wrong he has done no wicked crime it's it's if is it because of 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 what he 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 preaches if it's because of the matters concerning your religion I do not want to listen to such. Now can you imagine God speaking to him at night and the following day being taken in front of the rulers and the judge says I dismiss the case. No, the word of the Lord came to pass and this gave Paul the boldness to continue preaching the gospel in the city of Corinth with more strength and with power. Now Paul remained there for the longest period he has been to any place he stayed there for one year and six months he stayed there for a year and six months this is interesting because paul will continue to make tents but also remain here and he continue uh in this city for a year and six months preaching the gospel but when he finished his secondary missionary journey in chapter number 18 the bible tells us that paul took off leave and he took a leave from the brethren and he sailed off to syria together with priscilla and aquila and they landed in the city of ephesus unlike the previous city paul was not forced to leave corinth he stayed there a long period he actually left after asking and begging for their permission and asking them let me leave because i need to go to jerusalem to partake of the feast now priscilla and aquila were with him now paul developed such a deep friendship and partnership with this married couple that they decided to go with him and head back to Jerusalem and then to Antioch. And this is interesting because he cuts off his hair. Uh, he took the Nazarene, the Nazarite, uh, the, the Nazarite vow. Usually this vow was taken for a certain period of time. And when completed their hair, would, uh, hair was cut off and offered to the Lord as a special a ceremony at the temple in Jerusalem. Perhaps this is what Paul did. I don't know, but Paul performs this uh, a Jewish uh, 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 ritual. Uh, in it shows that Jewish opposition to his preaching had not made him an anti-Jew. So he he still wanted them to see that he was uh, approachable, that he could still to them that he still had not forgotten that he was a Jew, and his Messiah was Jewish, and that Christianity is 
is is is is Jewish and that Old Testament forms and rituals might still be used for good purposes. Apparently, though Paul was adamant that Jewish ceremonies and rituals must not be required of the Gentile, he himself went on so that he can reach out to his own brethren and so that they can see the fulfillment of those rituals in Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior. So they leave and he had his hair cut off and then he ends up into the city of Ephesus and there he, in the city of Ephesus, they begged him to stay. He did not want to stay. Uh, he left Priscilla and Aquila there and he himself sailed off and went to the city of uh, Jerusalem now on the way he left um he left uh he left Priscilla and Aquila uh, in 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 uh, Ephesus, and as they were there, a man by the name of Apollo came preaching the gospel in the city, and then he was instructed by Aquila and Priscilla in the things of God. Now, this man by the name of Apollo was an eloquent man. He was mighty in the scriptures. And he has also been instructed in the ways of the Lord. He was a fervent in spirit. And he spoke and taught accurately the things of God. But there is one thing that he missed. He was only preaching the baptism of John. And so when he meets with Priscilla and Aquila, he was instructed in the things that he needed. And they helped him out. And this couple shared uh, uh, their tent making uh, a business and they they opened their house they instructed this young man by the name of Apollo and he continued to preach the gospel in Ephesus and later on he will move uh, to the city of Corinth remember when Paul tells the Corinthians that uh, 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 that I water and uh, and Apollo uh, I planted and Apollo watered. None of us matters, but what matters is actually Jesus Christ. So Paul met this couple and shared his profession of tent making in Corinth. Now they went with him from Corinth to Ephesus, and Paul left them there while he continued eastward to Caesarea, Jerusalem, and to Antioch to finish his secondary mission journey. And so we are coming to the end of the secondary missionary journey, and Paul has left. He's departed, he's gone back to the city of Jerusalem and he will end up in the city of Antioch to give report. Join me next week as we go and deep dig in chapter number 19 of the book of Acts as we see what the Lord does uh, for him as he gets back to the city of Jerusalem. Thank you. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May he shine his face on you and continue to uphold you with the right hand of his righteousness.